0: Welcome to episode 7 of the Healthy Music Diet Podcast, where we increase your music palette one track at a time. I'm your host, Lloyd Knows, and I just want to start off this week by giving my condolences to all the lives lost and all the riots that have been going on in retaliation to all the all the news and things that have been, been brought up into the light that's been in the shadows for a long time, and I just hope a resolution can happen soon and justice would be served on everyone's end. I just want to give those couple thoughts on it because I'm in no way verse enough to give too much input into it. But I just want to give something about it. So I just want to touch up on that real quick. This week in music for me has been pretty like nostalgic in a sense how I'm going back to more house music. If you follow me on Instagram at Lloyd Knows underscore podcast, you would have seen that I've posted about some house dj's and and other genres of music too cuz I like to keep it balanced but yeah I've been listening to way more house this week and just to get that like nostalgic feeling how house music from like the 90s got me into music and I'm seeing the influences from 90s house mu- music scene being transformed into their um into a current dj's own interpretation of the genre which has been cool but everyone keep remixing robin s show me love like i love that track i think it's one of the best songs in like top 300 ever but i just see everyone (laughs) just playing it and i just don't feel like there's a lot of innovation anymore there's more evolution of of the genre so I just want to see something change but also too I've been listening to more R&B even though I am a R&B neo soul junkie at heart there's been a couple artists I stumble on this week that I'm going to touch upon later on in the podcast yeah, and I'm excited for everyone to know about them and two I condensed my playlist so instead of each week just having a separate playlist I just made a whole playlist At the Healthy Music Diet Podcast Season 1. So now every song that I've had from like Episode 1 up to Episode 7 today of the time of the recording is all going to be on this one condensed playlist. So you can just find everything at once instead of having a like multiple different uh, playlists, you can just get every single track that's been spoken about on the podcast so far. So it'll be a good thing i just felt like it'll be better instead of having to have everyone just play uh like chess and connect four, trying to figure out which podcast correlates with both so make it easier for the consumer and two there's been a lot of music news worthy topics that's been going on this week i don't know if it's just like the corona as it's like subsiding i don't know if it's like festering now in some of these artists heads but they've been wiling out and other people trying to cancel people like cancel culture is back on (laughs) like now since the quarantine states are going into different phases of reopening the country the country back they're um up and back up the cancel culture and now i don't really want to touch upon it that much with the doja cat situation i'm pretty sure you've seen a lot of other commentators give their own perspective but If you don't know, news surfaced of Doja Cat in like group chats that are deemed racist and there were like videos of her literally busting it open (laughs) for like the quote unquote people would say incels of the internet on these tiny chat rooms and a lot of people were mad or just making joke how how uh, Doja Cat promise that if she gets the number one with the remix of Say So with Nicki Minaj, she would like show a picture of her, her tits, but it never happened. So I guess people found found it out. I guess, you know, these hackers or computer savvy people, you Microsoft, Google, Tesla, SpaceX need to go hire them because they're on a different type of time, to be honest. But yeah. And then also, too, she had a song called Didn't Do Nothing, which is like a negative stereotype that i believe that white people in some type of subculture made it to make fun of black people because they didn't 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 do nothing supposed to mean i didn't do anything but supposed to be making fun of them by making it in that type of spelling and pronunciation and she made a song but then she gave her own response after i think a week Honestly, do I think she's going to get canceled to make it quite short and simple? No. But was the shit she did fucked up? Yeah. Do I think she deserved to get canceled low-key? Yeah. Even though I could see where she's coming from, from why she did it, because from further like investigated news or whatever you want to label it as, she didn't grow up in a black community and like her dad wasn't in her life too so she never had that in a sense black experience I would say or black representation in her household and she grew up around a predominantly homogenous community of white people so I, I wouldn't expect her to like fully grasp the tone it was kind of tone deaf I'll just put it like that it was like pretty tone deaf on the situation And I'm pretty sure people are going to be hate listening. So they said they're going to cancel her. But I guarantee she's going to get another top 10 hit. Most definitely. And on other news. I don't know if this is so important. But I guess Def Jam. Actually no it is important. Because Def Jam is starting their Def Jam Africa label. So that is a big, big point that, that should be mentioned. Because now. Def Jam, they actually have the capital and network to pipeline new acts into different markets. So now I feel like if it's done correctly, the Nigerian uh, market and South African market for artists are going to blow up more internationally because now m- more of them could be on labels. Like look at Bruno Boy. Before he signed to a label, he like I heard about him listening to his music, but he wasn't fully there until he... Got with the label and a lot of artists would Champion to not sign with the label ie like Tory Lanez. He said to leave it But I do believe in a sense you might have to take that short-term L to actually propel your your career further further um, In a shorter condensed time cuz hey these acts can actually Cut what like a five-year time horizon to actually in a sense blow up and cut it down to like a year and a half if done correctly with the right opportunity and timing from a label so and then after that they can actually take uh their fan base and try to do it themselves just like how in uh caller daddy that whole debacle went on how they were trying to market market the uh podcast into a different network so if they did it correctly, and just waited it out. They could have made way more money. So that's how I view other artists because no one knew who they were. And then the, the label or network took a chance on them and blew them up. Well, with their work too, because they were the talent. So, hey, this might be a good move for the Nigerian and South African artists. So I'm looking forward to that. But I wish um, like even like either Warner France or like other major labels who are in different markets even like the European market, I wish they can more cross, cross over into the like the US market, even though Americans are harder to convert from a second language from a language barrier. Matter of fact, yeah, cause if you look, there are like other artists that blew up in America, but you would see that they had their native language album which didn't translate well. So they had to convert the whole album into English speaking album just like how Tokyo Hotel if you were familiar from like what was it like 2010 how they had uh, their song like ready set go I believe yeah so that song it was in German I guess Tokyo hotels from Germany I didn't even realize that until I did like research and found out and even artists like strome if you're into like French music I guess he's like the biggest French artist his French album back in i think what like 2015 or 14 was my opinion that bet the best album of that year and kanye west actually hopped on a remix for one of his songs i think in his previous album the album before his other album so hopefully more international artists can like cross over because we know those k-pop fans that's like a cult i don't know (laughs) how they blew up so much but it started with like Big Bang I don't know what happened with them and then like they fell into obscurity from what I've seen and now what is it like BTS behind the scenes now they're everywhere and now they're on freaking Twitter their fans it will be like nothing related to like BTS or K-pop and then all of a sudden you'll just see them just being like freaking cockroaches just posting like gifts of all the singers I don't even know how many are in that banner. It's literally like a clan to be honest. It's like maybe like what 10, 20 of them. Yeah, dang. I'm just thinking about it from the finance side. since I studied finance, yo, they're not making shit. Cause if a if, because if a, a record label's taken like what like 85% and you're only getting like 15% royalty, now you're gonna have to split that with what 20 people, bro. You're not even getting like a percent of it. And then you get taxed. All right. I'm going to stop with the finance, but yeah. Yeah, like they're just everywhere. So hopefully other genres and other languages and artists can like garner that type of cult following for them. And also, if you were on Instagram Live, uh, I believe last week, uh, not Tuesday, Saturday, I think the 23rd of May, you probably have seen Bon Killer versus Biniman on their versus battle. And if you're not familiar with Versus Battle, it's a thing that pretty much came up through quarantine where artists, well, not even just artists, just legends in their respective genre would compete or not really compete, but just a friendly back back and forth with their contemporary to show pretty much the audience, the evolution of their music and the, pretty much the impact of their, their reign and their type of respected era. And they'll play back and forth, like one person will play a song and then the next one will play their song, and pretty much it's just head to head. So then they will try to strategically play their heavy hitters when the other artist throws on their heavy hitters to try to make it a fair, a fair clash between different tracks. But and usually it's over uh, IG live, but lately there's been a lot of problems, technical problems with the IG live back and forth. But now when it has to come to Jamaicans, one thing I could say about us Jamaicans, we always take it an extra step, especially those that are in Jamaica right now, living currently, cause they freaking made a, pretty much a concert. Bounty Killer and Biniman, they both came to a specific location, had speakers, had their paparazzi, they had the Ciroc, uh promotion, everywhere they had their two respected djs playing their song back and forth it's not like how usually on ig live each of them each of the two artists would have their laptop and then they'll just play a song off of it or some been live singing too but now this one was a spectacle it was a bounty killer and how i didn't realize how big Bounty killer was because I knew he had his song across like the US market with like Gwen Stefani back in like 2002 three But he had some other jams with like other artists back in way in the early 2000s and 90s. I'm like wow That threw me for a loop because I knew Bounty was really big in the 90s So I'm happy that I I got to witness it, because I was born in 96. So I Pretty much wasn't really there during this like heyday, but beanie man He's like, quote unquote, the king of dancehall, which I do agree in like the early thousands. Then it's like Vibes Cartel. I think Vibes Cartel is the king of dancehall. He made it pretty much what it is. And we can have a conversation on it. You can just DM me on Instagram about it if you want to talk further. But yeah, Beanie Man, he had more tracks too. And I used to listen to Beanie Man all the time. And some of the tracks he'll be playing just reminds me of when I was back in Jamaica, like every summer growing up pretty much i'll go back to jamaica and i remember as like a little kid probably like five or so he had i think what is it like dude remix he played it i'm like wow i remember watching it with my grandfather on like tvj all the memories and then you had like elephant Man. and come on now it was a great like familiar feeling it was a great time and even a lot of other artists have been commenting on the whole, the whole verses battle with how they never realized that Jamaican artists can really rap or yeah, pretty much just rap. I'll just label it to simplify it. Yeah. It was it's like rap, how they can just rap continuously. Cause honestly, if, if Beanie Mon and Bunty killer really wanted to, they could have went for like another pretty much 24 hours of just spitting verses. Cause I do believe Jamaicans, they have too much lyrics. That's the one thing I would definitely say about being Jamaican. They always have something to say and like their flow is just very unique compared to American other rappers. I don't believe that they could go bar for bar and I believe the only reason why Jamaicans never crossed over into the mainstream was because no one really understood what the hell they were saying unless you were like Jamaican or if you were familiar. Familiar with like the music if you keep listening to it over and over you'll Eventually pick up on certain cadences and accents and dialects in the music. So that's the only thing in my opinion that stopped Jamaicans from actually fully fully blowing up and then the funny part too Was the police came and they're trying to shut them down and then beanie man was like You really gonna shut it down with 500,000 people? um, watching and then eventually the, the police actually left thank thankfully there was a good interaction with police but it's out of the country and then the best part too was the the comment section because usually i don't be watching live or versus battles pretty much but the comment section was the funniest part they had like bt the black entertainment television whoever was running that instagram account was a straight yachty from jamaica cuz he was talking or she was talking reckless in the um comment section and then you had like other outlets like the shade room i think rap and a whole bunch of other publications that were just commenting, just having a good time like it really felt like a small reenactment of when you're just out having a good time with your friends because reggae music and dancehall I would say always can bring people together. It's just something great about it. It's like oh when you're having your little cookout, have the dominoes, the lootie board playing. Yeah, it's yeah, so if you never experienced like a Jamaican cookout, definitely I would say go and try to meet some Jamaican people and get invited because it is definitely a, a good vibe. People won't get invited because it is definitely a, a good vibe. And then Rihanna was in uh, the comment section talking up a storm. I'm like, wow, Rihanna, I know she's, was it Bayesian? So she's familiar with these Jamaican artists, but she was a real Bonte Killer fan. I thought it would be more for Beanie, but she was talking directly for uh, Bonte. So I was like, okay, you know, this is mad homie. Like, Rihanna's really, really that type of girl. I'm like, I, a woman, like, I like. I like you. Like you, mad cool. You down to earth. Well, she always has been, but I wish Drake was in the comments, cause you know how Drake is. He's like Ditto from Pokemon, always taking everyone's move. Cause we ain't gonna forget from like twenty what twenty sixteen, he had that one dance. The well, that's more African, but Controller. I used to call him Drizzy, uh, Drizzy uh, Marley or Drake Drake Marley, cause this dude was on his Jamaican shit. Well, forever. He had like popcorn in his corner. Even on more life he had him talk with it. Oh even Beanie Man was on the end of controller. I wish Beanie Man had a verse in it on a remix because that definitely would have paid more homage to to the culture. And then Mr. Vegas back in the day when Controller came out. He was pissed about it. How these other foreign artists can just take the culture and just run with it. But that's just another topic for another day. But yeah, I wish Drake was in the comments because definitely if anyone needed to be there, it definitely would should have been Drake. All in all, I hope that Bounty Killer and Beanie Man can maybe just make another splash or another song with like a big artist. Maybe even Rihanna because I feel like if anyone can get Rihanna to do another feature, it would be... a jamaican artist or a caribbean artist in general i mean there was a party next door but i'm pretty sure that party verse has been done for like dumb long off his party mobile or party mobile album and now i want to talk more on a serious note with another drug that rappers have been using that's very divisive for impressionable listeners how like Juice World said that future got him to start popping pills. I feel like if people start following these artists doing these cyber of drugs, it's going to have a detrimental impact on their standard of quality of life. And it's this thing called Whip It. It's pretty much like an aerosol can with the nitrogen. And they use it. It looks like a water bottle. and But on the end, there's like another piece that you can just put the aerosol can in. And you just like hit it and it gives you like a head rush. It's like jewel, but like more concentrated with like nicotine. And I think, you know, honestly, it's like the stuff that, that are in whipped cream bottles. And maybe a, I think it's still concentrated. Like when people use the balloons to like light up the balloons. Yeah. It's not, it's not good for you. Like I was reading like side effects. Have you start hallucinating because, oh yes, yeah, Devo from Jackass. He he was addicted to it. And he started having, like, seizures, having, like, schizophrenia, I believe. Like, he's talking about, like, oh, he's starting to hear noise all over the place. So, definitely do not use it. Or, because Gunner, Gunner, on his IG live for, like, 10 seconds this week, he came on and, and took a hit of the whippet and then just said, like, slap or whatever the hell. So yeah i don't want people to be just going ahead and just start taking it because hey it might be cool for the moment but you you have to remember that it's going to be slowing or restricting oxygen to your head and if you lose your brain cells nigga you're done you're better off just playing football and try to get to the bag instead of trying to use a can and blow out your brain cells just yourself so yeah definitely don't be trying to use whip it Yeah, because your head, your head might be spinning like a Beyblade, (laughs) but when you get older, it's definitely going to be spinning (laughs) more like scrambled eggs because you're not going to have a brain. You're going to probably be a vegetable because you're not going to have no oxygen going into your brain, no uh, molecular functions going on, no (laughs) electrons. Yeah, so definitely don't be partaking in these type of drugs or even drugs in general. Eh, yeah yeah (laughs) no drugs in general i'll definitely say yeah try to live a good clean life even though alcohol is a drug you know what i don't know it's a slippery slope just don't be trying to take like whip it and stuff but just make sure you know what you're getting yourself into because you don't want to be crying the next second oh why is this happening to me like yeah you had the free will to do it but definitely if you can avoid it especially don't be taking no aerosol cans and trying to get a rush off of it and it and it also to make you laugh start making you giggly because it's the oh yes the same thing that they use in uh when you're going under for surgery the laughing gas but you're taking a higher dosage of it and then you can just be going through it yes that's definitely not the way no bueno Mm -mm. yeah i just want to end it i don't want to be talking about all the, the the effects of it before some impressionable Listeners, but oh, let me try it, let me whip it. And they're gonna be like, Aah! This week's album review, I'm gonna do it a little different. I'm not gonna rate an album that just like came out because I just want to pay some respect to one of my favorite artists currently, Santi, or how he goes by his new name, Cruel Santino from Nigeria. I'm not sure if you heard of him, but if you've been following me, checking out the playlist, I do play. Uh, put a lot of artists that are within his circle or even his music on because it's so good and I feel like the world needs to definitely hear it and like yeah and this week he teased in a sense like a m- episode he's doing like an episode of himself but in different personalities and having music attached to it also so it's a good way to promote like promote his new music that's he's gonna start rolling out but he's gonna do it within like a little scripted show which contributes to the brilliance of him as a creator because if you don't know if you've seen the title the creator and who was it gold link and i forgot the other dude name yeah whatever Jay prince i think he uh directed what is it like say so off of gold links album Oh no, you say, you say. Yeah, yeah you say. So Santi directed that. So it shows that he's multifaceted as an artist, which I do enjoy for Santi because I like his work as the film side. And I do think that within the next five years, my sister was telling me also, she see him not just being in the music realm, starting to branch off more into movies and music videos more than his um artistry as an artist which i can see that and plus too, his music is fire but i don't want to like ruin all of it right now so let me just talk about like the album so the album is called mandy mandy in the jungle i don't know what's up with like all these different names because he had mandy for his second album then his first one it was Susie's funeral so uh, hopefully it's another girl. Maybe it might be Brenda, Brenda in outer space soon, because he was in the jungle, the funeral, or yeah, Bren, or Sammy in the car, <laughs> the cool cats. But overall, if I haven't told you that he was a Nigerian artist from before you listen to the project, you probably would not even realize it. Cause I notice a lot of people from different countries, they're able to mask their accent so good, especially like the English, cause that's why they take in like all the American roles. But, and just the music, it doesn't sound a lot of African traditional roots. Actually, no, I'll take that back. It has some elements of it, but it's more experiment experimental rap. And in the experimental portion, he did a really good job. Because it was very innovative um, album, I would say everything was very cohesive. And I remember when I first heard it, I don't even know. I was following Santi from like 2018, like mid 2018, and then I'm just I noticed he was dropping like singles like Sparky that's on the album, Rapid Fire, and then when I went to visit my bro and at Rutgers, I'm just chilling. And then we stopped to get some halal food i'll say out of new york jersey got the second best halal on the northeast i don't know about how the west coast is but bro i don't know how that halal was but every time i eat the halal food it puts me to sleep that's how i know it's a really good halal spot because toronto was good but we were going out so maybe i fought to sleep when i went there but yeah now nah, every time after like we'll wake up at like 12 and then go get some food at like one thirty, and then i'll be knocked It put all of us sleepy until <laughs> we wake up at like 5 6 and they get ready to go out i don't get it but whatever they put in it i love it it's like some yeah like what not indica right that's the one i don't know yeah it make you mad drowsy jesus christ but now nah, it's smack so then i um i see it i'm just like strolling through spotify i'm trying to listen to sparky luckily i hit the search button and then I see oh many in the jungle. I said, huh? But alright, let me check this out. I'm like, oh, it's oh CT it dropped the whole album. Cause I wasn't following him on him on IG at the time. But I'm just like, ah shit, this shit about to be lit. I'm listening to it. I was just like, yo, oh my god. I literally felt like I was on DMT. Like I'm just like, yo, this junk is freaking heat. And then on the second song on the um album, it was it was called Demon Hearts. And it's with Dram, if you remember Dram, he's the guy, he's saying, I like the cha-cha, no, his favorite, uh, his biggest track was the song with Little Yachty, I hated that song, <laughs> what is it, like collard greens, oh no, broccoli, broccoli, yeah, some some type of vegetable, eat your vegetables, He yeah, is delicious for you, it's the healthy diet, you know the vibes, yeah, so I'm like, alright, he came back, He doing his thing, cause he was quiet, he was quiet, After his big hit, I don't think he's topping another one like that. So he just, he started just cooling out, dropping some quiet projects, but he was on this. I'm like, yo, it sounds clean. It's what I'm going to tell you is weird. It literally felt cool, like a cool breeze when I listened to that song and it gives me that smell of blue, like a blueberry, like pod back, back on like the fiend of like the vape and days, like, that's how i felt maybe when i was in new jersey during the time when I uh, when i was listening to it, i was probably hidden hidden a pod or something but whenever i listen to that project or that album or that song matter of fact i always feel i'm like yo dang bro i feel kind of warm i have nah, nah, I feel a little co- cool yeah it's a little icy mm-hmm. yeah so i'm like alright bet and it has um santi like repeating words and just the, like the whole percussion it was mixture of i wouldn't even say it was any african elements it was like rap but he figured out a way to find other like instruments beat packs to go mix it up because it was rap but just like the instrumental the percussion the synthesizers on it was just hitting And then Dram came on. It was a good, it was a good starter. I would say it's a filler track. It's not a song that's gonna be a single. Like when you want to listen to the album, and you start listening from front to back or start to finish, you'll be like, all right, nah, it's really pushing you through. It's like Vaseline on the floor, baby oil, and it just makes you start sliding smooth. Uh, I mean, don't tell me I don't. I haven't tried. Tried that. <laughs> it's like a Tyler Perry movie with the Vaseline. You slide in, shorty, just beat you with a belt. But yeah, that's how I felt. Like it, it just transitioned mad smooth. Young Vaseline. That's what I'ma call Senti. Yeah, cool sentino It's like Vaseline. And then the next song on it was what is it? Mont Claire It literally feels like a drowsy song. It puts you in like a trance where you just want to go to sleep. It's a great song like forget meditation go straight to monte clear it just give you that bedtime vibe ow oh, i finally figured it out i know what santi does well his verses come off like a little nursery rhyme. it goes up down up down like uh like those 80s from the oh, what is it like grand theft auto those little pimp cars they go like they're with the hydraulics and shit. Yeah, he's like, oh yeah, yeah, on the verse. I'm like, all right, cool, cool, cool. And he kept repeating it. Yeah, you know? it was just a whole vibe. I'll say, just just a spiritual experience on that track. And then this track, how I said, "Demon Hearts" felt cool. This one felt hot. It felt humid. I don't know why. This track, if you hear it, you just feel mad sticky. You feel like a toasty tostas. That's how I felt Listening to it It's Like Sparky It was one of the singles Off the Album well, I mean for the rollout It's not Nothing Complex But it was more Just a catchy vibe It was more of an experience It's not A song where you're trying to look for the words But But within it Let me pull up the lyrics He said I trees in the garden in the, and then he has like the reverb and it's like in the garden she want beef but i'm starving so, and then i had to figure it out like what does he mean by that and i guess whatever the girl wants he wants it too and he says i don't te- tease like marvin and that's a reference to marvin gay because a lot of people say that marvin gay likes to tease them with his songs before he actually get into it and he says I can't breathe I'm a liar I'm a liar I'm a liar so that's like the whole premise of it and then it literally felt like I'm in Donkey Kong I'll put it like that when you're playing Donkey Kong on Gamecube just that whole beat you just feel hot in the jungle but you're just moving around in some tropical place just chilling drinking a pina colada or strawberry daiquiri whichever one you like that's what I would describe this song and whatever whoever produced that drum on it good job good job and it also it feels like no it doesn't it sounds like if you take a piece of sticks like two sticks and you just bang them together and whatever noise is created off of this this, the uh colliding of the sticks that's what i'll put it as for like the main steady rhythm for the baseline that that leads the song through i don't know i know i'm joking around but uh, trust me trust me you gotta listen to sparky it's a whole vibe just just let it take take uh control of you just like how when you be listening to like these meditation they say just let go that's how i would say to let go for on this track and also now i have to put like a negative but it's really not a negative it's for the track rx64 bracket the jungle it Just didn't do anything for me. Like it's a nice song. It's cute. I Don't want to get into the details, but it's just a basic fillers track There's so many more songs on it that That if this song was removed from the play from the album You wouldn't even realize it or it wouldn't it would not feel incomplete just to put it like that I just want to skip over it. and then DSM this song I could see this in a j-pop a Japanese pop band like the whole guitar in it it was just the guitar was like the lead instrument driving this song and Santi does his little nursery rhymes he's like do you remember the time like on some Michael Jackson but he does his own spin to it and he's like it's funky like oh, I don't know I, <laughs> I gotta figure out a better way how to, to convey what I'm feeling I'll do better next next episode and his like reverbs on it just draws out the words the cadence on this song yeah it's just a basic song like it's just the whole guitar um st- what is it like strumming pattern is is literally just a guitar behind some subtle hip-hop beats in the back background and, not really 808s it wasn't nothing like hitting hitting but just like the percussion the snap in it it was like a hip-hop snap so that's all i gotta say for that track it wasn't anything mind blown but it's definitely a vibe that you might just add it onto a playlist and just start listening to it but you gotta add it into the right playlist though it's not supposed to be something that you're just like super super chilling a little bit more upbeat, but it's not your lit playlist, it's in between playlists, it's like your medium playlist, like how there's like raw, uh, medium, rare, and well done. Like it's your medium, rare, so you definitely check that song out. And then you have Freaky, I would say this song it really grew on me because at first, when I heard it, I'm just like, yo, turn this shit off, this song is not lit. And then eventually, as I kept listening to the album, it grew on me. Uh, let me pull up the lyrics. Do I have it? I don't think so. Because there's also a couple other artists on it. Who is it? Some guy named Bridge and Non-Soul and Maddie. Whoever that is. But I think whoever those two artists, one of them who sings the the first verse, it's fire. I, I like the words in it. He's like, I know you cheated on your boyfriend. No savvy, but you don't coach. Like now you did gossip with your gossip with your girlfriend but this bobo I don't know is like dumb, dummy yeah and then he's like oh on the chorus it's like I know you're freaky baby I know you miss me baby yeah you cannot reach me yeah so now it's a vibe like this track is like you just chilling by yourself doing your own thing or you're with your bros and you're just trying to just vibe out while everyone's on their phone scrolling through Instagram or you're just hitting a hookah like this isn't a party song you're gonna get lit, lit off of it it's a it's a vibe song and this one feels very experimental I, can't, I don't know why i can't even say that word right now experimental african with a fusion of hip-hop and some type of dream pop elements in it too actually going through all these songs i'm starting to realize and while listening to them at the same time santi really makes some sleepy music but it keeps you up it's like a downer but an upper at the same time just his voice is very it's not monotone but it has some characteristic in it so his song morocco it makes me feel like i want to go to morocco but oh that just reminded me i know black was on a song with this girl what's her name like alana b something black and they have a song called morocco i don't know which one i would choose that new song with black called with for morocco or or santi's morocco actually no i'll play this both of them matter of fact just make a whole morocco list playlist just find every song called morocco and just put it down like how People on IG had those little 30-day challenges. Oh, what's a song with blue in it? What's a song with your name in it? And it's just some random miscellaneous stuff. The two Morocco songs that are titled that that I listened to so far. It's nice. It's nice. Yeah. So definitely check it out. I wish I can play the song for you, but I don't have that partnership with Spotify. Hopefully, after this, Joe Rogan deal and how more big conglomerates start to realize that podcasting is a viable business they'll start investing in it and then now you're gonna get tied into the music industry it's a whole big business it's not just oh I'm just gonna make a podcast and just deal with with whoever is providing the RSS feed and it's a whole big business I'm just realizing it but yeah you just got to take my word for it well if you're listening you definitely in a sense kinda take my word for it. And then this other next track on it after Morocco is called Mervlana Merv and a A N A. I'm not gonna hold you at first listen. It was okay because he's like, Oh my oh my oh my oh my, oh my, oh my, oh my, oh my It it was alright, it did do nothing for me at the first listen or even multiple listens, but I would say When I did listen to this song, when he performed it live for Boiler Room, that's when I started to fuck with this song even better. Because how I'm seeing everyone in the concert, or just like, it's not even really, it wasn't even a concert. It was probably like maybe 20, 30 people. If you don't know what Boiler Room is, it's pretty much like an English, I believe, like music channel, now it's like a blog website. That does a lot of like underground or up and coming artists, but it focuses a lot on like house, experimental, deep house type of music. But yeah, like Duncey, one of my favorite, who hangs out with Santi, he performed for Boiler Room and I hated it. I don't, he presence was not good, but he has um, work to do, just like how Steve Lacey over time perfected his craft because when he first came out, it wasn't good when he was doing his live performances outside of the weekend. You can hear it in his voice that he wasn't trying to maximize his vo- his vocal capacity and ability while live singing. Because it felt like he was pushing back. And even with Oduncy, Maybe it was just like the whole production. Because everything with that Boiler Room performance was just garbage. Everything did not even flow right. And Santi performed too on his song. Um, What's it? Uh, Alta Cruz? Yeah that song too but not next uh, he better do better next time but yeah but back to Senti with Boiler Room so when he performed it he performed this song and the next song Rapid Fire back to back just like how it's on the uh, the album and seeing everyone just pouring up some alcohol hugging just just singing the words I'm like yo this is a real vibe and it had Tay on are on it, too, who I really like from Nigeria. I wish he gets, gets more recognition. It's like, wow, this thing is really fire. And now when I'm listening to it now, it just always brings me back to that YouTube video I saw. But, no, you definitely got to check it out. It's like a big vibe. It's a big vibe. You can hit some hookah to it. You do that. Do that. And then the next song, as I said, His rapid fire if you know anything about santi that's his biggest hit today till what is it like date today or whatever and it has a what shane eagle um another artist what is it called Marie. i think that's her name she was from ghana and then shane eagle he's from south africa and he got first notice from winning i think it's america not of america like africa's got talent or um, um africa talent some some type of talent based big show and uh, in south africa he blew up so that's how he got some type of celebrity in that part of africa and then santi's from nigeria so you had like three different countries coming together to make this track and uh rapid fire that's that's the whole vibe like this song is perfect like it's a perfect non-mainstream song i'll say if you play this song you'll start feeling it like everyone i put this song on to just like tipsy love it but i would say tipsy is the more marketable song no i I was having this internal conversation with myself i said santi makes better bodies of work than udonci but when it comes to that hit song i would say udonci beats Santi in it like rapid fire and not touching tipsy. I don't think a lot of songs could touch tipsy. Like, if it was more marketable or it had that more money behind it, that song could have really blew up. It's just a whole vibe. Something about that track that's just like with Future and Young Thug back in the day when they both of them were just thrown on mad mixtapes. People said that Future makes better projects, but Young Thug makes better hits. Yeah, don't let that go over your head, but yeah, definitely, I would say that. But now, Rapid Fire, I think when Anne-Marie comes in, and then she recites the old Jennifer Lopez song, that does it for me. Yeah, definitely, check out Rapid Fire, but watch it with the music video first, definitely. That's the, that's the big move for this track. And after Rapid Fire was Raw Dinner. And that music video is my favorite music video. Actually, no, I didn't even like the music video that much. I just think cuz the featured artist on it from Nigeria, too. I love his style. I wish he blew up. Or eventually, hopefully, he can blow up. But he does his own thing. When he's like, beat the top like a drama. Drama. But he does it in his African accent. He's like, tell me what you really want. What you really want. Yeah, yo, it's I, I can't describe it like you have to (laughs) listen to the song i would say to pause it and then go listen to the track so you can know where i'm coming from because raw dinner was really good even though i'll say kitakuz has the better verse and that's the first i'll say because i don't think a lot of artists on this project had the better verse than senti but i think kitakuz had the better verse senti's verse it was all right. No, like this song is like a Halloween spooky like the whole vibe on It's just very spooky Damn, I'm just realizing how long this project is. It's not like how some of these mainstream artists be trying to p- Pat up their whole album just to hit a number one with like 32 Songs like I'm talking to nav right now trying to cheat his way or not even cheat his way manipulate his way into a number one because I think it was like 15, 14 songs. But as, as uh, I think what scientists said, the listeners' attention span has got cut down so much because there's so much music. Now there's like no gatekeepers. So now anyone can start putting on music. So now our abundance or even like dopamine levels, we just keep getting more music. So now it has to get higher and higher to actually feel that, that reward now. So now songs are getting shorter if you notice. Like like a lot of the big songs that are out, like some of the baby songs are like under two minutes, or even with like little Tekka, his song ran somewhere was like a minute fifty nine, and it blew up. So that's might be a contributing factor to people's attention span. Yeah. yeah, but and that see I don't know. Everything else was just filler songs on this um album, but then uh Diamond Diamond a river. Dime, yeah, Diamond the Winter. I felt like it was just a funny song, but I just like it so much because I remember when I was just when I fell asleep at Rutgers chilling after eating the halal food and I woke up, this song was playing because I just had the whole um, album on loop. Diamond or winner, Diamond the Winter. I just kept just saying that it was just too catchy, like Diamond. I'm like, okay, all right. It's just been stuck in my head the whole night. I was just singing it because maybe when I was sleeping, it was it kept being played. So my brain started subconsciously thinking about that song. Well, no, like it, it was a good vibe. Like that song, it's nothing crazy. It's just a filler song, I would say. But it was just catchy and it just meant that much to me because of that situation. But it might not do anything for you and that's fine. And then I'll say he uh, had his song Settle Down. Perfect way to close it out perfect way it has amory again and tay on um, iwar on it he, d- he did a really good job and that's another testament to his creative artistry as just a creative in general because he flowed this and what's very cohesive and every song played its part i don't feel like you can mix it mix and match it and it will still give that same effect as a complete album it was perfectly constructed it kind of reminds me of like the millennial puzzle in Yu Gi Oh! How Yugi found it to wake up Yami or the Pharaoh. It, 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 you couldn't do it any other way, I'll say. And Senti did it correctly. So, overall, I was feeling a really strong 9.3 on this album. To be honest, it was a really good album. I enjoyed it a lot. And now, just listen back to it. To get my review, it actually brought back mad memories, and this really has a big playback value. And I can't wait for Santi's new album to come out, cause what udensi dropped didn't really fail my hunger for more Altai Cruz music. Yeah, but not to be a hater, but no. But it grew on me. His "Don't Sleep" or whatever it is, his new EP, yeah, it was alright. But nah, Santi he about to do his thing. I know it, Santino. So yeah, go stream Mandy in, in the jungle on any streaming platform. I think it's even on SoundCloud if you want it for free with the ads. Or even Spotify, but they're going to mess it up with the free thing. They're going to start shuffling shit and it's not going to get that, give you that same experience. So I'll probably go on SoundCloud if you don't got any paid streaming services. And this week, I just chose to scrap the Artist Spotlight. Next week, I'm going to bring it back. I just didn't feel I found any artist that resonated with me this week to actually put it down. I don't know why. But I have something coming next week. Just wait on it. Trust me. Trust me, daddy. Or <laughs> how Drake be set. Yo, I don't know who is in Drake's camp that be trying to tell him all these Jamaican slang. But, I and you know what? He's in Toronto, too. So, toronto will be taking everything from jamaica also and then from other parts of the caribbean and other areas try to mix it mix it into their own because if you heard a like a canadian or a toronto accent it's the craziest but funniest i enjoy it though my boys hate it but nah, i really enjoy it right now it's some weird it's really weird <laughs> and on to like the playlist portion of it how i touched upon earlier how i said that i was gonna condense it instead of having individual week playlists I'm just gonna make a season one playlist that has all the songs and hopefully it will add up to like maybe 100, 200 songs. And if I have to break it up, I'll let you know. And then I might have like a season one, point one, and then one point two or part two or whatever. Like a trilogy, who knows? It might be a trilogy coming up for it. In the songs that I've been listening to this week that I wanted to include into the big pot. Of the playlist. The first song is by a guy named Carter Ace. I stumbled on him. I think through the Spotify algorithm. It just recommended this track. And it's called Four Minute. I knew from the beginning. Like the first three seconds of it. I knew I was going to love this song. Because it started off with like. Intimacy is all I need. And then throughout the whole song. they, They just loop. A bed. Squeaking. Throughout the whole song like. Like every other half is just the um, sound of the bed squeaking. They just give it a whole vibe. It's like what Trey Song's Neighbors Know My Name could have been if they added the squeaking in it. It would just give it a whole different vibe. But then again, it would have t- probably took away from some of it, but still. Now this whole track, it's it's, it's a good vibe. I try hitting, I try hitting him up. To try to get some word from him, but he dubbed me. Fuck it. Oh, well. Welp. Yeah, and I just like his voice. And I listen to more of his music. Carter Ace, who I'm talking about. Now, he's talented. I could see him really blowing up. Yeah, now He's going to really blow up in the next couple years. If he continue on his pen game level that he's at right now. Or even improve it. Yeah, so now he's doing his thing. I'm going to give it to him, even though he ain't answering my DM on IG. I can forgive him for it if he continue with the good music. So yeah, bro, so go on the playlist and go look all the way down for, for a minute. The next song. I feel like this song has been stored away for a while and they finally released it. But it's by an EDM artist called Nightmare without any vowels except on the end. And it's his song with Tory Lanez. It's called "Risk," and this song is a big vibe. It came out in February, but the music video too came out during that same time, and it shows uh, Tory with the ball head. So I know that like, yo, this is not regulatory. This was like twenty mid twenty nineteen Tory before he started to go go get his little surgery tours here. Because if you haven't seen this dude got twists again, yo, like how all these podcasters are talking about oh go get keeps or hymns no nigga you need to go hit up him tory to go find out how he finessed his hairline back in his getting braids like that joke is crazy like i thought tiger had a good comeback no, actually no matter of fact tiger did get a comeback because he got his hairline too come back also because it's the same doctor that tiger used that tory hit used to and tory hit him up too Saying he'll give him unlimited features if he could tell him who is his um doctor who did it for him. But yeah, not nah, like this song. It's a EDM song, and this is the Tory that I miss. Even though I like the new Tory, I just love up to like mid 2019 Tory. That was like my favorite um, era of Tory Lane's because he just kept it. This song reminds me of Real Address if you heard Real Address, or more recently how in New Toronto Three he has Back to Business when he's just, like screaming. That's how this song is. He's like, slip my wrist. I said about this. time. I'm like, yo, this song is fire. This is a a club song. I could see this blowing up in a club. Once they start letting everyone start reintegrating. Now like this song is fire. Like now whenever I get aux at a party I be trying to tell people, like, yo, throw this song on throw this song. On. It's a vibe. Like it's it people who like EDM now, you get your EDM fixed and you get your rap fixed too a so win-win it's like a klondike bar you get the you get the ice cream and then you get like the little chocolate chocolate stuff yeah so we we lit so yeah definitely check out RIS, r-i-s-t on the playlist and play it at your next party or matter of fact when you listen to it add it immediately into your playlist so you you don't start getting lost with all the songs that i'm going to start adding so like yeah each week you go back and you go check it out of what's been talked about you go add it into whatever playlist you want but make sure you favorite this playlist so you can remember it and have it as reference and then you start mixing matching doing what you gotta do and then the next track i just stumbled on it because i was trying to listen to an old udensi song called situationships if you don't know what a situation ship is, check it check it out online. Or I'll just tell you it's pretty much like I guess friends with benefits, but you don't know what it is. Oh yeah, I probably do know what it is, but I both just playing dumb, just to keep what's going on. And this guy A A Yolo I guess his name is A Y L O. He has this new song, this new song called this shit. And this song is a whole vibe. It reminds me of my SoundCloud days when like Anderson pack was on was together with what's his name like knowledge i think and they had a song called no no a project called like no worries i think and it gives you like that old school vibe flavor to it but it's fresh so it's like brand new but it's like a retro style it's kind of like jordan's when jordan's always be retro and they're like their jordan numbers It's the same silhouette, but it's a little bit different compared to, like, the older models. So that's how I would describe it. Like, this song is, like, African, so it's, like, not, like, African-African, but, like, R&B African music, too. It's roots, and it's just, like, a whole feeling. I remember I sent it to my bros, and they all love this track. And whenever I'm just trying to vibe out, try to do some work, throw this song on, maybe loop it, like, two, three times, and then you you get your fix and you're on your way. Nah, yeah, this song, it, it was a good vibe just the whole baseline and everything's just so consistent where it's just a common soothing song so you're, yeah go check that out and if you follow me on ig as i said uh i'll be posting a lot of music like every day i'll post like a new song or artist or album that's releasing so you can go check it out and then if you've noticed this week i post this guy named dumb brewski Don Bruski, I guess he's from France and he's a EDM artist and this week I added in his song called Stronger and it just reminds me of the 90s house feeling that I love that I remember growing up that feels so familiar with me and what else do I have to say about this dude oh yeah it reminds the song Stronger it reminds me of uh, Stronger by Clean Bandit If you I'm pretty sure you know Who Clean Clean Bandit is They had that song Was it Like Rather Be Like long as I'm with you There's no place I'd rather be Yeah so they have a song Called Stronger Which is my favorite my, Like my mom and I Used to play this song All the time in a car I just love it And it has that same Piano progression I still gotta find What's the name of the song I, I think it's called Like Chains of Life Or Chains of, Chains of Memory or, or Heart Or something But I think that's piano progressing yeah progression started everything for these artists these new artists to just copy it because it has the same piano bass line and then it just adds some effects and some hard hidden electric um, packs into it but it still has that same foundation and like this is it because i like house music a lot and i can see this on a boiler room matter of fact and this guy he's been good because he has another song called simple hit that i talked about last week i'm pretty sure it was last week but yeah check out dom brewski's song on the playlist stronger and the next song on it i'm channeling my inner white girl in me with the 1975 and with their song me and you together i oh my god i don't know where to start with them but it's off of their new their new project, it's called Notes on a Conditional Form. I don't, like, I be trying to tell people the 1975 is pop, and they're trying to say, oh no, it's rap, like, no it's not, they're not, I mean, they're not rap, rock. Like, <laughs> if they started rapping, honestly, I, I could see Matt Healey doing that in the future, 2BH, to, to but, yeah, they're, they're not rock, they're pop as hell. Yeah, because if you listen to this new album, it's literally just like a cluster of like mad different sounding songs like it's not like the panic at the disco because They do it perfectly Brandon. You're like he does it perfectly each album is a whole different type of vibe and different type of artistic expression the 1975 their last project was really good too, but this one it's, it's cool. I don't think it was better than the last project or their first one. But it's just like mad different thoughts. Like they had the screamo one where you had the long hair looking like Marilyn Manson on it. And then you listen to it further up. And there's like a country song. It literally sounds country. And then you have like this early 2000s Not Another Teen movie. With this song Me and You Together. Like this could have literally been on one of these cheesy teen comedy movies or spoofs back in the early 2000s if you haven't seen any of them you definitely gotta watch them they're mad funny but yeah it literally just resonated like okay they took inspiration of early 2000s like i'm not taking anything away from it but it's nothing cohesive it's just pop like what's popular it's just gonna do it they're not a rock band i'm sorry to put it like that they're not rock they are just pop so that's all i had to say about it but now me and you together uh, song like it's like it's a cute track it's a cute track the inner white girl it, it reminds me of this song not really song like song remind me like chocolate reminds like the song chocolate but it gives me that same feeling it's two different songs like if you listen to both of them you would be like yo no these are two different tracks but it gives you that same feeling i would say or even though matter of fact girls off of the first album girls that gives me the same feeling as me and you together songs but yeah no it's all right i don't want to like shit on the 1975 that much because i like them where their last track their last album sincerity wait yeah sincerity scary that song bro that's my shit with the whole gospel band in the back like why can't we be friends if we are loved no, that was my song he did a good job his little pop ass you know how to write I wouldn't go t- too far and say he's like the Beatles, but there's something in him. He, something tickling him. It, it, it might be a dust mite or a little turtle snapper, but something in there close, closely related. And you might remember this artist for the next song, Nisa Preppy. I talked about her where she had her song with Patrice Rob- Roberts, Splash. It was a couple episodes ago. Yeah, and they're from Trinidad. She got a new song called "Too Bad." Mad fire. I'm just mad now that Caribana is canceled in Toronto. I'm, I'm I'm trying to do fat, try to dance, and dress up, have a good time, catch a couple wine them, you know. No, I can't, cause now it's just giving me the whole carnival vibe to it, and I don't know how. Like this song is fire. It's really good. It's a really good carnival starter song. Where it's like, but I just want to, but I'm like, yo, it it makes you just want to start moving. It makes you feel good. Like I feel like people shouldn't listen to this right now because there's a lot of negativity going on, a lot of dark energy. But I believe good music can definitely change the whole vibe of it. It's not like that. What is it? One of those Jenna Kardashian that Pepsi commercial where they think a piece of chocolate, sweet sugar syrup is going to change protesters and shit like that was that was low-key kind of tone deaf but that's another topic for a different podcast yeah so definitely check out Tubod bad by by nisa preppy on the playlist because if you're trying to have a good time and just go into your own world and feel a little summery if you're trying to get a little head start on the summer definitely throw this song on Oh Yeah, I love this track. <laughs> this is this next one. I was just looking looking at all my notes for it It's called We got That cool. Sorry. No, I was looking on it on my, on my iPad. It was moving. Yeah, we got that cool and it's by Afrojack I Icon up pop if you remember her and this guy named like why I don't know if that's, like, YSL, like, pretty much how they spell it, like, the real pronunciation, the real name spelled out instead of, like, the acronym. But, yeah, now we got that cool. I love this track. If I'm going out and get Ox, I'm definitely throwing this song for those who like EDM music because they literally just took, again, Robin... No, it's not Robin S this time. It's Crystal Waters, Gypsy Woman, and then just used that whole whole baseline piano key progression right into it because i always say for house music if you really want to ch- check it out and find the roots a lot of them take gypsy woman by crystal waters robin s uh, show me love and i can't even think of the third one but most of them most of them um just pretty much follow that 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 structure. It's kind of like with stories. Like no stories are original. They all follow the same progression through the journey. Like in English class they talk about like the hero's journey. That's how you write a book or write a story. So like pretty much all thoughts are just recycled and just changed around a little bit to fit to fit your own perspective. So that's how I feel where house music is at. It's pretty much just the same thing just mixing it around a little bit. But yeah, I'm happy hearing Icona Pop again. I didn't realize that I really miss Icona Pop. And then when I check when I check for them on SoundCloud to see how much listeners they got, now nah, they are killing it. I think they had like over five million. I'm like, yo, people still listen to them. I've not heard them on the radio, but then again, I don't listen to the radio. Nah, nah, nah. They they good. They good. I might start checking them out and check out some of their old projects and go see what they're doing on Instagram. Hopefully, they're doing something really good because i'm excited because this song really made me feel good about house music again because of the gypsy woman <laughs> matter of fact go check out crystal water's gypsy woman so you can understand where i'm coming from it's just a inf like infectious no not infectious contagious song i wish i, I wish i grew up like 18 through like 25 during the 90s, like the early 90s when this song came out, like house music was really under radio instead of instead of it going back underground and getting taken over by like rap and like rock and shit and pop. Nah, this song is fire. And OK, so that's it for that song. And now we have a song by Murrah Massa. I forgot you like, you know who it is. It's the guy who has that song "Love Sick" with ASAP Rocky. That everyone listens to I just checked it has over like 250 million plays And he has a new song called I like live like we're dancing With this uh singer who's singing for him called Georgia Great Great song. It's it's not like super super upbeat, but it's a smiley song and summery song where I feel like during like the warmer months this song has more of an effect because i'll open up discussion we can talk about it on like email or instagram don't like some songs feel better during certain months like usually back in the day when i'm back on when i still am on like my whole all different types of music listening i would normally listen to like ultra music like music that are like edm house heavier like during like january through like march april because it's like during the season for like ultra Tomorrowland and stuff so i'm trying to like immerse myself into that feeling and then summertime i'm listening to more dancehall caribbean music because you know it's warm out and then just you but you know rap is sprinkled on top everywhere it's like the whipped cream but it sounds like i don't listen to rap from all the artists that i'm always recommending is never i hardly any rap damn i'm just thinking about it i haven't even added much rap into it you see i'm increasing your palate i'm increasing it yes you know the vibes we all gonna be eating different you're gonna be eating calamari after listening to this yes expanding your music palette one track at a time i'm trying to live up to that but yeah i'm definitely gonna add rap in next time i think i do have some rap i'm not sure Yeah, but no, like this, like a little funky song. I could really see Dua Lipa on this track. It's like, feel like I love it. Do, 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 do. It was mad groovy. That's what I would say. It's a groovy track summer song. So go check out Live Like We're Dancing on the playlist. You won't regret it. Trust me. And wow, just check. Wow, this podcast been going on a little longer than I expected. Dang, with, even without the artist spotlight. Wow, I guess I was really feeling it and eager to talk to this time around if you like these longer podcasts just let me know at hmdpodcasts at gmail.com or if you feel more comfortable instagram follow me there so you can be seeing new artists and daily information at lloyd l-l-o-y-d knows it's not space same word and i'm no shit k-n-o-w-s underscore podcast so you can follow me there too and, and interact and I should be putting this on YouTube. So if if you see this on YouTube, just remember to comment, like, and subscribe. I'm just doing a generic tag right now before I add my own local spiciness to this. Yes. Yeah, so if you like this uh, podcast, give it a thumbs up, r- write a good comment on Apple Music, or share it with your friends. More, most importantly, just share it with anyone that you think would really have a kicker out of it and like a distraction for it so if you found a track that you like this week i'm happy i'm glad if you didn't i'll try better next time you've been listening to the healthy music diet podcast peace out